0: Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebon Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. On this podcast, you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've discussed everything from my experience in Mount Airy to sneezing. I know that last one's a little weird, but you live and you learn, I guess. So this week, we're back with another interview episode to talk about skating from the point of view of a skater. I'm not a skater, so I don't know much, but we have someone in the studio this week who does say hello to Mr. Tony Prestipino. He's in the studio with us today.
1: Hey, man. I'm excited to be here today and talk about skating and everything that goes along with it
0: all right so i'm just going to give you a little background first on tony because he ever since i've known him he's been really into skating so on that note why don't you tell us what got you started in this whole thing what drew you to it
1: what drew me into skateboarding was the fact that my older brother had a skateboard when i was little but i wasn't allowed to touch it because it was his stuff you know and uh, that just drew me in more because there was a forbidden aspect of it and uh it just appealed to me more so because i wasn't allowed to do it
0: so in that same vein of thought is there anyone who after you got started really pushed you to be better who's your main influence in this whole thing uh, my
1: main influence is really it's like it's just a classic tale of an early 2000s kid like i just played the tony hawk games uh religiously and uh it got me really into it and i really looked up to tony hawk and Bob Bernquist and Bear Margera, just all those classic uh, early 90s, early 2000s skaters.
0: We'll just keep it running with the motif of getting started. So in that same vein of thought, how old were you when you started skating?
1: I was about six years old whenever I started skating, um, just being influenced from uh, the video games, like I said previously. And uh, then I started skating like seriously seriously in the eighth grade after taking some time off
0: i heard you mentioned you took some time off from skating so just walk me through why that was
1: the real reason i took time off i think is because you know i just i was growing up uh just figuring out what i really wanted to do in life and then in eighth grade i picked it back up and just realized it was my passion
0: You took some time off, and now we're to the point where you picked the board back up in 8th grade when you realized that skating was something you really wanted to do. So just tell me some things about when that happened. Just clue me in on what was going through your mind at that point. So I'm in 8th
1: grade, and uh, there's not much to do around town, really. And the skating rink just burned down, and that's what I was really into at the time. Uh, Just any form of skating has always appealed to me, and skateboarding had always been there. And so I figured, you know, why not?
0: So you've reignited your passion for skating, but one question I've got to ask is, were you aware of any skate parks around, or were you just making an effort to skate wherever you could?
1: I was definitely aware of skate parks because I had been when I was little, Um, but then I started going more so to Smooth Park and making friends, and then they introduced me to street skating, which I thought was just the coolest thing in the world, like it amazed me that you could find architecture that wasn't meant to skate and skate it and utilize it in that way.
0: So from that thought forward, which one has influenced your style more, street skating or skate park skating?
1: Street skating has definitely drawn me in more so than skate park skating just due to the simple fact that if something's not meant to be skated and you make it skatable, then you really, really want that. And I just think that proves your passion for skateboarding more so than if you just go to the skate park and you skate something that's been built to skate
0: so basically what you're saying is you can be more adventurous with it and it's more of a challenge than the pre just fabricated edges that skate parks are usually accustomed to
1: absolutely uh especially around here it takes a lot of planning to skate spots because everything's really crusty and like you gotta you gotta make sure the ground's good and you might have to lay a piece of wood down or you might have to bondo a spot it's it's pretty fun uh, to street skate around here,
0: and some people like me might not know what crusty means. So just explain that to me in like a skater context. What does crusty mean?
1: Well, crust is really just you know it's just gross concrete or uh, maybe the the landing is grass or something. You have to lay a piece of wood down, like I said. Um, but everything on the east coast is pretty crust man like everything out west is meant to be skated i think and it's all smooth concrete and just east coast skating is so much more raw because everyone really wants it because you got to you got to fix the spot and you got to have like brooms and then you got to light up a spot at night if that's the case and it's just overall it's more appealing to me because uh it's just more raw
0: so in that same thought of styles of skating i've just got to ask you which one are you more influenced by street or skate park skating
1: i'd like to say that my style is more street influenced because you know if you hang around a skate park long enough you can tell who skates street and who skates the park and uh a a good indication for that would be someone's shoes because if you're out in the streets in the crust and, and the dirt and all that like you can tell your shoes are more dirty they're more worn you might have a pop shoelace uh but if you're skating at the skate park you know your shoes don't really get gross because the concrete's smooth and there's nothing to really mess them up outside of uh just flicking on the grip tape you know
0: All right, so now that you've given us an insight into what both street skating and skate park skating are and like how you can tell the differences, here's something I've just got to ask. Which one's your favorite out of the two?
1: Street skating is definitely my favorite, but skate park skating is also really fun. Um, Most of the time, I just use a skate park as a warm-up spot uh, to get my legs going, to get the blood flowing, you know.
0: So I've noticed we've talked a lot about the different styles of skating in this episode, but one thing we've sort of glazed over just a little bit is your style of skating and how that impacts you. So what I want to know now is what name would you pick for your style that totally encapsulates its uniqueness?
1: I don't think there's necessarily a word to define my style uh more so just how however you perceive it because you know all perceptions different and i don't necessarily like my style but it differs between people cuz i've had friends tell me that i've really good style uh i've friends who are brutally honest and tell me that my style is not great but uh i think it's all subjective really
0: so back to the timeline we were at your point of realization that skating was really what you wanted to do back in eighth grade so just take me through from then up until now
1: there's there's not a ton of defining moments between eighth grade and where i'm at now um other than i just skated hard every day and i got good and i perfected uh what i loved and for Christmas a few years ago, I got a camera because I had a passion for filming as well, and uh, luckily uh, I had good friends that film me, and I got to film a sponsor tape, and now I'm sponsored by this company called Furtherer. They're out of Kentucky, and uh, they're very generous. They hook me up with skateboards all the time, uh, and it's a really cool opportunity.
0: I've just got to mention this before I let you go. As we're winding down this week's episode, I heard through the grapevine, I guess you could say, that you're filming some sort of promotional tape that's going to be premiering soon, so just walk me through what all that is and what it's about.
1: Yeah, man, Um, we're filming for this movie this whole year because a while back I had a bunch of footage together. I had about 30 minutes, and that's a lot in the aspects of a escape video. It takes time to get that amount of footage, you know? But I figured it could be better, like I could definitely do a better job, and so I talked to my friends, and they all agreed that we should put out a full-length video, which will be 30 to 45 minutes, hopefully, and uh, whenever that gets done, it's going to be released at Tube River Cinema, and it'll be totally free to the public, but donations are accepted to Fix the Skate Park.
0: And uh, let me ask you this, is the original footage that you got the idea from included in it?
1: Um... Probably so. A few things. Uh, the intro, there's going to be like some slams, you know, where we've fallen and, uh, I have a specific video of me falling on this hill. I was going pretty fast and I fell and it was a pretty gnarly slam. Uh, but other than that, I'm not sure about all the old footage.
0: Sort of a blooper reel type thing at the top, right?
1: Oh, absolutely, dude. It's, uh... It's in skate videos a lot.
0: It looks like we're going to have to end the episode here. Our longest episode of 2019 so far. Once again, my thanks to Tony. This is something I've been really wanting to do for a long time. Just bringing him on for an episode of the podcast to learn more about the ins and outs of the world of skating from someone who does it. So this was pretty fun. Maybe we can have a part two to this. That'd
1: be great, man. And I'm, I'm really glad you're excited about uh, learning about skateboarding, man, and I'm glad I could tell you. Oh, yeah, and uh, the movie's coming out hopefully New Year's 2020, so stop by and see it. Donations are accepted. Help uh, fix the skate park.
0: That's really all the time we've got for this episode, so I guess there's really nothing left to do but roll the outro. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official as well as on Twitter, at officialebz. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.